Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. You can also listen to episodes on our church YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. And I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. Thanks for tuning in today. And today, Pastor Margaret and I are going to share the importance of sharing your testimony. We do a lot of testimonies here on Hope Talks, and we kind of want to talk about why it's so important to us to have testimonies and why it's so important for all believers to share their testimony. Mm -hmm. And we've done similar programs like this in the past, I think, The last time we did something like this was about two years ago, so we thought it was time to do it again. And uh, Pastor Margaret, um, if you just want to start us out, maybe intro what we're going to be talking about today. I am a great proponent of sharing our testimony. It's, you know, something that we do here, like with Celebrate Recovery, we do it um, every other week. There's someone who shares a testimony, Um, and so... I've always thought that testimony is important. Um, We need to be, you know, we need to know the word and be taught, but we also need um, to hear other people's experience. And it's so easy sometimes um, to walk in anywhere, but especially in the church, Mm -hmm. and look around and think, man, if people knew my story, they might judge me or if they knew my story they might not want me here mm-hmm. and that was my that was my story um early on when I came to this church I'd been away from the Lord a long time and um, God showed up in my life and um so I could remember early on as a hairstylist in those days I came to Christ and you know, people around me and that I worked with were like, what are you so happy about? And I began to share my testimony, you know, of what I'd found. I was just so excited. And, you know, there were people that came to Christ. There were people that came to our church through that. And so it's just from the get-go of me coming to Christ, my life was so radically changed from the dark years of living in sin, and um, so it just, when I found hope, and I realized that I had hope in Christ, um, everything changed for me. My whole, the landscape of my life, like how I spent my time, who I spent my time with, like everything changed, and I've just, I love uh, not only uh, to share the hope that I have, but to hear other people and hear their stories and be encouraged. And so often when we share our story with someone, they'll go, I had no idea you've been through that. I've been through something similar. And all of a sudden that person has hope in their life that maybe they can get through this too. For instance, um, and I keep going back to Celebrate Recovery, but that's just where we share as leaders every week, we share what, what God has um, healed us from. You know, I can say I struggled with substance abuse and addiction, and there's a lot of people in the room that can 
identify with that. And on this past Monday night, I said, I've been sober for 22 years. And the room erupted in applause. And that's something God's done in my life. I could not do that on my own. And I was able to say that to the people that are maybe not even 30 days sober. Um, And it gives them hope. And that's why we share testimony. Yeah, and definitely uh, when we come to Christ, our lives should look different. And you (laughs) talked, that was something you said when you were, they said, why are you so happy? Yeah. Like, well, that was an opportunity. Um, I think about the scripture verse in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16, um, where it says, be ready to give an answer Mm -hmm. to anybody who asks you for Mm -hmm. the hope that you have. Yes. And with this program being called Hope Talks, that's the hope that we have. Our hope is in Christ. Our hope is that he has saved us. Yeah. And we don't want to keep it to ourselves. We should want to share that hope with others. Yeah. Like you said, when you shared with somebody and they had no idea, and because you were transparent with them, that caused them to open up and be transparent with you. Yeah. It builds trust right. when we can share a story and let people like people can come in and they look at you and they go, well, you know, right. I'm different. Right. And then they find out that, Hey, we had the same struggles, you right. know, but I have, um, in Christ, um, I have been able to overcome that in my life. And so, you know, we do have hope and hope has a name right? It's Jesus. And so he will make all things new if we surrender uh, that to him. And there is such a, I think for us as believers, and I don't know, I just didn't have any trouble saying, you know, sharing. I've just always maybe been too transparent, but it's really hard. Like people go, oh, I can't do that. And that's exactly what the enemy wants us to say. And we can't, but Christ in Mm -hmm. us gives us the strength. We have resurrection power. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is available to us to step into the places that he calls us to. And man, it's, you know, it's miracle territory. Um, When you open your mouth and God gives you the words Mm -hmm. to share it in ways that you never knew that you could. And then that gives you more courage the next time to share and when you're sharing your testimony, it doesn't, like when somebody asks you, you know, somebody asks you, why are you so happy? You didn't give them a 30-minute <laughs> spiel, you know, it was probably like three to five minutes right. about why you were so happy, what was yeah. so different about you. So it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be, you know, it can be simple. And hopefully that simple conversation will lead to a further, deeper conversation. Mm-hmm. It might take time, but... yeah. And, you know, we have to be, in the world we live in, we all have an opinion. And we want to share our opinion. We think we have to immediately let people know where we stand. And I get that. Pastor Adrian recently, in a sermon series uh, on your unchurched neighbor, um, you know, he's like, we all want to be right, right? Like, And having that moment to think... Um, and say, what am I going to share right now? Like, we want to leave that conversation 
having engaged in a relationship, not to be right, but to build relationship. And, you know, you may have some people around you and you go, man, I know I probably should share with them, but I'm scared to share. Just invest in a relationship. Let's, you'll get a chance to share your story, but you have to wait for the right timing. Jesus, he, in the gospels, he said, don't throw your pearls before swine. That's a pretty strong statement. Mm -hmm. But we have to know that God is in that conversation. Not us wanting to be right, but us knowing that that person is open to even hearing the gospel and hearing what God has, that there's a great hope for them too. And, you know, it's a saying that's old and it's been said a lot maybe, but people don't, care how much you know till they know how much you care so just building that relationship and showing through your life that you care for somebody that is the thing you were saying that you have to do probably before God opens the door to be able to share your faith maybe that person's not ready when you first meet them to hear that but just us being ready for whenever that time comes. We're to be ready in season and out of season, right? So, yeah, I think it's really important to build the relationship, to be present in people's lives, and to realize, like, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us. Like, we have to be intentional in growing our relationship. A testimony should never be stagnant. When we go to share what God has done in our life, yes, who was I before? I came to Christ. What did it look like coming to Christ? And how is he working in my life now? A testimony shouldn't just be about 20 years ago when I was saved. With our leaders in Celebrate Recovery there, we all share our testimony on a pretty regular basis. And I just sent out a message the other day and said, hey, guys, you might want to look at your testimonies, update them, and be ready to share. And... Because as God works in our life, he continues our relationship and our testimony continually changes dependent upon what we're learning in scripture, what, you know, uh, we're learning in community and in our prayer life. Like as we continue to build that relationship with Christ, he continues to make us more like him and work out some of that stuff in our life that we don't arrive until we see Jesus. Yeah, and our testimony is both. We never want to forget what God brought us through or what he brought us from, but our testimony also needs to be up to date, like you said. It's a continual thing day by day, Um, just like any relationship. In order for it to grow, we have to continue to work on it, continue Mm -hmm. to put time into it, and continue to make sure that we're not getting stagnant, like you said. And I think the other thing, we um, sometimes are scared to share our testimony for fear of being judged. So we should share it only where we feel like we can, where we can trust the people. But if God has healed us of something and we are not willing to give him glory, and, and that's the thing, we have to share our story, but we have to spend more time giving him glory than we do. We don't, people don't need to know the details like that's. You know, you might need to share that with someone that you have accountability with, but sharing your story, especially with someone that's asking you 
and maybe they're not a believer. They don't need to know all the yuck. You know, they don't need to hear about all of your stories of how bad you were and what all the things you did, because that can be really triggering right. yeah. <laughs> uh, for that person. But just being able to, what we call, like you said, three to five minutes, it can be shorter than that. It's an elevator speech, right. which gives you this idea of how long it should be. Hey, who were you before Christ? When you come to Christ, what did that look like? And how is he working in your life now? And like you said, the yuck, I was thinking about a lot of times when we ask people about sharing their testimonies um, on Hope Talks, which is a little different than sharing, but still, and some people are nervous, and I'm thinking, sometimes I have to tell people, well, you can share whatever you're comfortable sharing. You don't have to share anything you're not comfortable sharing. You don't have to share your deepest, darkest secrets, so to speak. Right. There is freedom in sharing those in a very trusted place and getting them out of your head and into the light of another believer. Man, God brings great freedom. It's a scary thing, but he'll bring you great freedom if you're willing to do that. But um, that has to be in a very trusted place. You know, it's hard to dispute your story. Right. You know, um, and and that's the thing is why God gives us a story. He gave us that as a tool um, to share hope with others and I just think about Jesus sitting down with the woman at the well, and he sat with so many people. But the hope that she got that day, a whole community, a whole village came to Christ, literally. But And I love that story. Of, you know, here is someone that a divine appointment. Jesus showed up in her life. She wasn't expecting it, but she was ready for it. She was tired of that life. And I think that in our day, like people are tired. They're tired of this life, but they don't have anything else. And when, when the most unlikely person found hope, she went back to her village and she shared with everyone. And the scripture says, and I might have shared this on here before, but I'll share it again. Um, the scripture says that the fields were ripe for the harvest or white for the harvest. And, you know, look, the fields are white for the harvest. And I did some research on that and discovered that the Samaritans, which that's where she was, a Samaritan, a Samaritan village, when they went to worship, they put on white robes. And, you know, here are the disciples and Jesus is going, look, the fields are ripe for the harvest. And it was people. It wasn't, I was like, there is no crop in Israel or there's no cotton. There's no cotton over there and there's nothing else that's going to be white. And another cool thing about the woman at the well story is, you know, when she went back and told people in the village, she didn't tell them all her trans. She just said, I met a man who told me everything I had ever done and he changed my life. Like it was that simple. What a testimony. Yeah. That's all it took. Right. That's all it took, man. That's so good. Yeah, I believe she was like one of the first evangelists, if I'm right, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh, who would have thought? And God used her in such a beautiful way. And that gives hope. That gave hope to me as a young believer that I could share my story to. If Jesus sat there and he welcomed that, he welcomed her, um, he knew everything she had done. And he still knew that she was ready everyone else had she was an outcast but man she was not bashful 
and I know that we're not all extroverted right, and outgoing right. and yeah. um, but a relationship if it's done something for us why would we want to keep that from someone else I think is my thought like why would we be scared was the person that came and told me scared maybe mm-hmm. but they did it anyway and I have a responsibility to pass that forward and the other thing important about our testimony is all our testimonies are different. Nobody has a testimony that's exactly like. Some people might have similar testimonies as other people, but God can save people like he saved the woman at the well or he saved Saul who later became Paul. But not everybody has extreme testimonies like that. Right. It could be somebody like Peter or Mary, mm-hmm. uh, the mother of Jesus. Every testimony is a testimony of God's goodness. And it is life. worth sharing. Right. It is worth sharing, and that's the thing. Some people go, well, mine's just not as colored as yours or whatever. (laughs) Well, good for you. (laughs) But it's still God has given you a story. And you know what? Sometimes the brokenness looks different, but we all have it. We're all recovering from something. If you say you're not, you might be in denial, right? right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... We all have brokenness. We live in a broken world with broken people, and we we get hurt. We don't mean to hurt other people, but we do, uh, or we have. Um, all of us have gone astray, but praise Jesus, we have a great hope to share with others. And I can tell you, when you share your testimony, you get over that fear. Uh, it will give you courage to do it again Um, it is just it's something that when you see how it can change a life and i'm not saying that every time you share your testimony it's going to be all flowery and roses and everybody's going to come to christ but it's about our obedience and sharing god has called us to share our testimony because it gives him glory and when we don't we are not being obedient. I, I just, I'm going to say that because we've been redeemed. And it also creates transparency. Right. You know, we had a panel a while back on a Sunday morning. We talked about mental health. Right. And I found myself sitting in that panel sharing my, you know, my own diagnosis and then I have to take medication. And I was like, oh, my goodness, did I share too much? Like, was I, could I, I can't overshare. I know that about myself. And, you know, I'm in that moment going, did I share too much? But I wanted people to understand that right. our brain is an organ. Right. And just like our heart, we have to, you know, we right. have to have sometimes medication for that. And I cannot tell you the amount of people that have come to me since then saying thank you for being willing to be transparent because they had no idea, Um, but it really helped them. And there's people that are, you know, getting help because a couple of people chose to sit and be vulnerable. And if we're vulnerable and transparent with people, We never know what people are going through. So if we share what we're going through, then maybe that allows somebody to open up and share what they're going through. And we can both find help, whether we find help or the person that we're sharing with, they can find help, hopefully. So 
That's important. Our story can be the key that unlocks someone else's prison. And when we withhold that key, I'm just going to keep going back to that, people. I, you know, I love you guys. That there are people listening that um, y'all probably all share in your testimony on a regular basis. But know that when we do that, that we are providing a key to unlock someone else's prison. I didn't come up with that. That was someone right. else's saying. But it's so good. God uses people as his hands and feet. Right. And as uh, we were going to record this topic and knowing what date this is going to play on, I was just thinking about how it it's a painful day in our history mm-hmm. over the last 21 years, and I'm sure a lot of testimonies have come out of people that were affected firsthand, whether they lost somebody or, or whatever. Maybe they were traumatized by, you know, fear of, mm-hmm. you know, what could happen, you know, um, and there's been a lot since then we've gone through, especially in the last two years, that have yes. caused fear. But God can use the difficult things in our life, the tough things in our life, to get glory out of it. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, as you were saying that, it made me think about Michelle Sancarelli Roberts, whose dad was at the World Trade Center. And she shared in her testimony how that impacted her family and but now it's become a part of her story that she shares as she gives hope to other people. It is a tragic day, and uh, thanks for bringing that up. And It has impacted so many people uh, we can't even imagine. And So I know that there was a lot um, of fear that came out of that event. And, you know, we never want to forget. Um, I feel like after that, a lot of people came to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... You know, after a few years, it seemed like maybe some people went back to... So that's why we... That's another reason why we want to keep our testimonies up to date. We never want to slip back into old habits or our former life or whatever. We always want to make sure that we're being accountable to others. And sharing our testimony is part of being accountable, keeping ourselves accountable to others. Yes. So that... God, accountability, God uses others around us to help us um, stay strong in Him. Yes, it is important. It is one of the reasons. If we don't share that and we don't share our healing, um, it can be an easily a slippery slope back to a place where we once were. And, And, you know, over, you mentioned over the last two years, we've heard a lot about what people think. Um, and, you know, we all think a lot. Right. But really, what is important? And what's important is where we're going to spend eternity and who are we taking with us. Right. Um, we have been placed, as believers, we are the church, right? right? And we've been placed in this world, whether you're in the Shenandoah Valley or you're across the ocean, right. you know, people listening from all different places. We have been placed on this planet. God could have put us here any time he wanted, but he chose to put grace in Willis and everyone listening to this here for such a time as this. He could have put us here and we could have been riding a stagecoach to the Wild West, you know, but we're not. Right. That wasn't our story. He put us here for now. And we have to realize that there is no plan B. We are the church, and if we are not 
giving our neighbors hope and giving the people in the marketplace hope, whether it's with a smile, engaging in relationships outside our families and our church. And that's convicting to me, too. You know, I'm not saying it's everybody else. It's me, too. But we have been given a task, and that is to glorify God. Right. And the only way we can do that is to share how good he's been to us. Uh, We can share other people's stories, but that's usually a little more like gossip. (laughs) Let everybody share their story. Ours is our only story that we really can share about what God has done in our life. Recently, I was listening to a program that we had done a couple years ago on this similar topic, and I think, uh, and I don't know who you were quoting or who you had heard that said this, but I think one of the things that stuck out to me that you said was, our job here on earth is to help populate heaven. Yes. And so sharing our testimony hopefully will cause others um, to think about their lives and to think about, you know, especially if we're living our lives differently and we have something that they want that interests them, that they see for themselves, that will help, you know, them to come to Christ. And then if that person comes to Christ and they're sharing with people around them, and we got to do it, I shared at the beginning of this broadcast, First Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16, and not only does it say to be prepared to give an answer when we're asked about the hope that we have, but it says to do it with gentleness and respect. Yes. Yeah. And that's powerful. And, you know, I just have to go back a little bit to, we spend a lot of time talking about our perspective of the world, our perspective of politics, where we stand. And I, I think, I had someone, I don't know if I've shared this here before, but I had had someone ask me a very political question. And it's someone that I was walking with. They were not a believer. And I said, you know, I'm a part of an other kingdom. She's like, what are you talking about? And I said, when I accepted Christ, I became a part of the kingdom of God. And that is my platform. I am here to share Christ and... Yes, I know that we have to be involved in our world. I'm not saying don't be. But I am, as believers, if we're not willing to share the hope that we have and see someone who maybe doesn't believe like we do, not be more concerned about them and their salvation. If we're more concerned about us being right right than their salvation. And it was a moment for us with this particular person Uh, it was a moment for us that was that conversation could have went so different but man that person ended up coming to Christ and was radically saved and so I give God the glory for that because he gave me thoughts in that moment it wasn't like oh here's Margaret doing this God did that he gave me the words in that moment I had to take a moment and collect my thoughts and he gave me that wisdom to have a conversation about Christ instead of having that political conversation. And I have one more thing that I want to say on this, um, along this line. When we're having conversations and they're going a direction um, and you feel that argument coming up in you, it's always good to look inward 
and figure out what question could I ask to find out why they feel the way they feel. Like that's a relationship building thing to do. When you, instead of going, well, this is open door for me to say how I feel. If you can be able to come back and say, well, can you tell me a little bit more about why you feel the way you feel? Where'd that start? Where'd that come from? Like, help me to know you. Let me tell you, when you start investing in people's lives like that, you will have an opportunity to share the gospel down the road. And I think it helps for us to get to know each other and where each other come from. Yes. You know, when we're having a conversation with people and it helps us have sympathy or empathy or um, just understanding somebody's background or maybe the difficulties they went through in their past or just the different things that they deal with that we're not aware of. And, yeah. And <clears throat> so I think that that is a good thing and a good practice. Well, Pastor Margaret, I think this has been a great conversation. I know I've gotten hope from it, and I hope and believe that those listening today have found hope and will hopefully be encouraged to share their testimony. Even, you know, a short, like, couple-minute elevator speech, like we mentioned, um, not a speech, but elevator conversation, Mm -hmm. um, like we talked about, um, when that opportunity arises. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, part of your testimony isn't just... Words, it's also actions. Yes. We want to show people by our actions, not just our words. Absolutely. We pray that today's broadcast, as Pastor Margaret and I have shared about the importance of sharing your testimony, we pray that it's truly been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hope Talks. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe for all the updates and latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg or Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.